From WUWM, Milwaukee's NPR, this is Capital Notes, a podcast about Wisconsin politics and politicians. I'm Marty Michelson. Each week, I discuss noteworthy developments with J.R. Ross, editor of WISPolitics.com. Here's our latest conversation. Jeff Mayers is president of WISPolitics.com and is sitting in this week for J.R. Ross. Hey, Jeff. The Republican candidates in the Wisconsin U.S. Senate race debated the issues in a broadcast forum last week in Milwaukee. While there are five hopefuls vying for the chance to take on Democrat Tammy Baldwin this fall, the debate largely focused on State Senator Leah Vukmir and Delafield business exec Kevin Nicholson. So what were some of the highlights or things that you found interesting? Well, they didn't attack each other. There were a couple swipes here and there. Uh, I thought that because there's a lot of tension between these two candidates in their campaigns and their allies, that there could be, uh, they could have uh, directly criticized one another or, uh, you know, tried to weaken their opponent directly. Uh, That didn't happen. That could be because we're not close enough to August 14th yet. Um, It could be because they're in a close race and, uh, you know, a campaign moment like that can sometimes cut both ways. Uh, the other thing that struck me was uh, they um, they were almost uniformly for Trump, uh, for President Trump, all of his policies, uh, um, trade, which uh, is affecting Wisconsin, and, uh, you know, among them, the public polling at least shows that there's a lot of undecided in this race. I think that uh, what we've seen nationally and here in Wisconsin is that uh, conservatives are uniting more and more behind uh, Trump. And, and behind the president's policies. And so this could be a reflection of that and just trying to uh, get at those undecided voters. These candidates are vying for the chance to face Tammy Baldwin in November. New campaign finance reports show she raised more than $1 million over a three-week period. The winner of the August 14th primary would have to contend with that. Is this an unusually high number in such a short time? Yes, I think her fundraising is going very well. I, I think by comparison, uh, you know, in 2016, for example, Russ Feingold over the same period brought in 780000 She brought in $1.2 million. People underestimate her as a candidate, uh, both in the competitiveness um, that she runs her campaign and in her fundraising ability. Another big development last week, the Trump administration announced $12 billion in aid to farmers hurt by tariffs. This sparked quite a reaction from Wisconsin Senator Ron Johnson, a Republican. He said, quote, this is becoming more and more like a Soviet type of economy here. Commissars deciding who's going to be granted waivers. Commissars figuring out how they're going to sprinkle around benefits. Were you surprised that he criticized the president and the administration so harshly? Well, no, because, you know, I think he's, he's uh, just prior to that, um, uh, recently uh, held a roundtable in, in uh, Milwaukee about this very issue. And so I think, uh, you know, Ron Johnson is um, a much more typical uh, Wisconsin conservative in that, um, you know, he likes free trade. He, he, he comes from the manufacturing uh, world. First, the idea of having a trade war, and then this kind of, uh, you know, a bailout for farmers to appease the farmers who were hurt by the trade war created by the Trump administration. I think it was just uh, too many twists and turns for, uh, you know, um, those in the free trade community. 
And finally, Governor Walker has added his name to the list of people calling for Democratic gubernatorial candidate and Milwaukee attorney Matt Flynn to drop out of the race, saying his actions disqualify him from serving. Walker joins the Republican Party of Wisconsin, victims of priest abuse, and two Democratic state lawmakers in asking Flynn to bow out. Critics of Flynn say his past work defending the Milwaukee Archdiocese against allegations of abuse by priests should disqualify him. Is it unusual for a Republican incumbent to get this involved in a Democratic primary? Yes. Um, You know, I mean, to call on a candidate to drop out. um, Walker's Republican Party has been outspoken on this issue. Uh, And in fact, uh, when Flynn announced this was the first thing out of the box from uh, from the state GOP was about this issue. You know, for the governor himself to uh, jump in, you know, what it does is cause, you know, turmoil inside the other party. You know, it's sort of like, well, look at those those other candidates. There's only one other candidate then who took uh, Walker up on it. Right. It was Josh Pate, who's not really a factor in the race. But all the other ones, they uh, you know, they they steered clear of calling on Flynn to get out of the race. So it's sort of like. uh, you know, when, when Walker did that, he was making the rest of the, uh, 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 causing turmoil inside the ranks of the other candidates. So um, most people think that Flynn's not going to make it through the primary. And uh, so I don't think Walker's uh, doing it to get at his, uh, at his likely opponent. So it's, it's more likely a, a, a tactic to uh, create turmoil within the Democratic Party. And I think it did create a certain amount of turmoil within Democratic uh, ranks. So, um, yeah, this is obviously an uncomfortable thing. Uh, and, uh, you know, Flynn is being very vociferous in defending himself. It's um, it's kind of an unusual thing to watch and, and to occur, um, you know, at this level. All right. Thanks for joining us, Jeff. Sure, Marty. Happy to do it. That's Jeff Mayers of WISPolitics.com sitting in this week for J.R. Ross. You can join us each week for our Capital Notes conversations. And if you haven't done so already, subscribe to Capital Notes on iTunes, NPR One, or wherever you get your podcasts.